five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. And let's get going over here to the news. All these crowned this year's most effective Christmas ad. And uh, how do they decide that? Well, what they're looking for is uh, most distinctive, most enjoyable, most festive, and most meaningful, and also building affinity or brand love. The last one, it fell down on the branding. But let's get over to see the adventures of not only Kevin the Carrot, but also E-Banana Scrooge. You can't make this stuff up. You just can't make this stuff up. So let's get over here and see if YouTube is set. Yeah, here we go. Days, there was a banana. Oh, There's the banana. His ways. A banana. That's not the spirit, a banana. There's the Kevin the carrot. But what was the cause of him being so rotten? He was rotten. Being left on the plate, alone and forgotten. Did you catch that? He was left on the plate. Santa took the cookie, not the banana. Okay, you got to get this. That's what made him hate Christmas, because he was left on the plate and a little rotten. Who are you? I'm the spirit of Christmas. And I'm going to show you how Kevin much you can the carrot, spirit of Christmas. Christmas is a time for peace and goodwill. Look, there's Marcus Radishman. He's always helping children. Okay, Marcus Radishman, or whatever, is a footballer and his voice will be in the commercial he's always helping children and he has a charity that feeds the hungry uh, on christmas and uh this got a reaction from the audience there was 3600 people that were that were you know watching this commercial and they were measuring their facial using facial recognition to see what their reactions were and one was especially the radish. Merry Christmas, Kevin. See, Merry Lebanon, Christmas, Kevin. That's all he said. Skies, he began to see Christmas through Kevin's eyes. Remember, this is Aldi. So they want you to have a ham and a turkey. Oh, that looks painful. You should try icing it. Realizing the sadness and misery he had brought gave Abanama more food for thought. More food for thought. And he gets swallowed up by a snowman. And now he's back in bed. He's seen that he's broken up the snowman and everything. Made it Merry Christmas, everyone. This is for putting up with me. This is for putting up with me. I didn't get that the first time. Did you get that? There's a Christmas pudding. He says, this is for putting up with me. Of the story, the answer you'll find. For you. Did you see the bananas in the snowman's noses? A good thought. We always use a carrot, but you could use a banana. To be happy, you need to be kind. And Aldi finishes up with, in order to be happy, you need to be kind. And that's a nice sentiment. I've shown this before, but I wanted to show it again because, well, because I like it, for one. And also because uh, I didn't realize all the research that went into winning this stuff with the 3,600 consumer survey and... Um, they they really liked it. So anyway, for you to be happy, you need to be kind. And so we'll go on. Pretty good, huh? Okay, here's a news story for you. Retailers are telling customers to keep items instead of returning them. Here's why. Why are they doing this? Because it's Amazon, Target, and Walmart. I bought a big TV from Walmart, and I almost took it back because it doesn't have any numbers or letters on the remote. 
just an arrow thing. And I didn't know how to change a channel. So I knew I wanted to go to channel four, but I kept going up and waiting for it to loop around like a normal TV would with just an antenna, which gets up to about 60 and then it goes down to four. This kept going and going. It was up to 1150 or something. <laughs> I almost returned it for that. Maybe they would have let it, me keep it. But anyway, then I figured it out. I think my wife figured it out for me. So why are they doing this? Free shipping has been long been table stakes for consumers, but it turns out retailers don't want to pay for shipping either, especially for an item coming back. Not only that, but it's one thing to unload a truck where you know everything, what everything is in there and where it goes in your warehouse. But returns are never so tidy. I've been out there sorting through returns and, you know, the, the customer puts the wrong piece of paper in. You don't know where it came from. You don't know who it is. You know, it's been opened. Can you resell it? Do you give it to Goodwill? You're going to do something. You know, you're going to liquidate it anyway in some way, shape, or form. So online returns rose 70%, almost double, in 2020 as consumers were less willing to drive to West, less willing to whatever drive to i don't know the source of the products it somehow it ate a line in here so before you go plotting your next big haul there's some rules not everything or everyone is eligible for freebies you know one of the things we did in modeling was we 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 debited in the model in the customer lifetime value we would charge them not only for an order processing charge so we so you you sell an item for a hundred dollars the margin is 50%. So you got $50 left. So all things being equal, the customer's worth $50. We don't, this wasn't a lifetime value. This is just the, the, the lifetime net profit for the customer. So you, 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 now the customer's worth 50 cents. And now you can compare. You can compare. So a customer that places two orders for $50 each, same margin, will be worth also $50, except that we take an order processing charge out. So that so if the order processing charge is $10, now the second customer who ordered two small orders is only worth $30, whereas the first customer who ordered one bigger order is worth $40 because only one order processing charge. Okay, makes sense. Now, what if the or what if the customer uh, returns that one big order? Then we charge him another order processing cost. So he'd be worth $30, but we also had to give back his $100. We got the merchandise, but anyway, so he's worth a negative $20 because $100 on, $100 off, two order processing charges. He's worth a negative, he's worth a negative $20. Got that? And it was very, very helpful to spot customers that were likely to return. Okay, because those we don't ever really want to mail again. And uh, I know a friend of mine who who uh, was president of a catalog company used to get mailed regularly from one of the companies who became my client because they didn't do this. Not until we showed him how to do it. And he bought some kind of a drone or little toy or some toy helicopter and said it was junk and and they kept mailing him because uh, if you don't do that subtraction, when a customer returns, you don't know what their value is really. Okay. So not everybody is, if it's unlikely to be resold, if it's cheap enough that the cost of the retailer to process the return is 
isn't worth it. Um, anyway, uh, so if you ordered a little teeny item, yeah, you probably keep it. Uh, if if it's something weird that nobody else would buy, you're probably likely to keep it. But if you had vers- visions of cop of copying a new flat screen out of the deal for free, think more along the price of fidget spinners. <laughs> Right. So my flat screen, the first item I ever remember buying on on uh, Black Friday, it was pretty cool, though. You know, I, I, I ordered it. I had to download the stupid app, which I've unloaded now, uninstalled. But I drove down there. I got a little lost because they should have had a map for where to pick it up. How about that for an idea? Uh, and But they didn't. But anyway, I just pull up to Walmart and out comes the product. We put it in the trunk and I'm gone. It took less than an hour when it's a, about a 15 minute drive. So it's like, it was way less than an hour. It's like, wow, did you come back fast? Anyway, so, but because the online is increasing, the returns are increasing. So there's, there's, there's never a free lunch. So this is an interesting article by Lob. I don't know what Lob is, but apparently it's some kind of direct mail automation software. And Verizon used it, but Verizon makes some good points. Okay, so I'm going to talk about Verizon for a minute. What did did your direct mail workflow look like? And what was the impact of the business? What was the impact of the business? I don't know. Anyway, big campaign launches. For big campaign launches, you're working with long lead times. And with a multitude of resources involved, It'll be internal and external agencies. Direct mail is a bit disjointed because you gotta you gotta know a lot of what you're doing. You know, you're gonna make something on paper. It's more like manufacturing than it is just like whipping up some kind of a JPEG or a PDF and whipping it off to Google. Okay, the number one thing of the way direct mail works is inflexibility. The amount of people and the level of effort it takes to get direct mail campaigns out the door versus other channels, there's a huge gap there. Okay, and even my best best direct mail agency friends say, yeah, it's a it's a lot more work than digital. Digital's a really lot of a lot of easier. Tell us what it looked like to write the business case. I don't know, that seems like a dumb question. But uh, when you start reconciling against the hours that went into a single campaign, The inefficiency of replicating stuff when you can do it once is a no-brainer. Now, I don't know, again, what lob is, but, you know, apparently Verizon liked it. And, and, you know, uh, I have to say, um, and then there's a bunch of stuff that it doesn't matter at all. But I have to say that they hit my hot buttons. It is a little bit of work to do mail. And so what I would suggest is that if you're going to do mail, you know, I'm not endorsing Lob. I've never heard of Lob before, so I don't believe that they're, you know, that they're people with 20 years of experience or something, or 40 years of experience that can tell you the nuances of this and that. But those people are out there, and you want to maybe get in touch with them. And uh, we're having more and more people reach out, and so I'm really excited about that. Maybe I'll get to do some more mail, you know, instead of all this modeling stuff that was. The, the 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 buzzword du jour <laughs> anyway merry christmas have a great day like and share your friends will know you're smart i'm john miglosh have a cup of coffee on me